<clears throat> All right, welcome to the Tuesday show. My name is Ultra David. I'm Punk. Lud. And I'm James Chad. How's everybody going? <laughs> As you can see, we have a couple of guests. This dude was here for ESL. Mm-hmm. You're going to be on it next week. He's for ESL. Uh-huh. For ESL, King of the Hill. And you're going to be here the entire week. Yeah, just hanging preparing out. Preparing for it. Just going to be hanging out with all the SoCal peeps yeah. and, like, you know, visiting museums and Disney. I mean, there's a lot of museums. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Los Angeles has more museums than any other city in the country? Fact. Really? Is that true? <laughs> I actually didn't know that. Yes. Okay. I'm excited. Yes. Interesting. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a blast. So we're going to talk about uh, the CPT announcement. We're going to talk... Oh, yeah, as you can see, there uh, you know officially was announced finally, and some of the rules and points allocations and all that stuff we'll get to. Uh, I want to talk about an interesting article that Chocobanka put out about the Japan FGC and its esports like ability, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, interesting read. And then we'll talk about Colleen, who's out in Street Fighter V. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's going to be cool. I haven't gotten a chance to mess with her. All you guys just did. We were just like messing with her for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah I don't know anything about her yet. Um, interesting character, really interesting. Yeah. There's okay. some, like, yeah, I kind of like her. I kind of wait. I, I'm kind <laughs> of interested to see how she's gonna pan out, but we'll get there. We'll get there. So, of course, uh, you guys, uh, well, you can't be here the whole time, right? So, because you're here in California for a week, yeah. so you know. <laughs> yeah, you got plenty of time, but you know, you're gonna you're gonna leave with him just to accompany him. Yeah, because right. you guys just want to yeah. hang out hang and out stuff bit. like that, right? Yeah, uh-huh. makes sense to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that, I, that was not a punchline, folks. Not, not yeah, I don't know why. Why are we laughing, dude? There's nothing to laugh about. Yeah, well, yeah. Well. All right, so let's talk about this uh, CPT 2017 announcement and what did it well, say, Jimmy C? Well, Whoa. here's the best part about it. So, like, there's the link to the to the Capcom Pro Tour site. I go to the Capcom Pro Tour site. And then here, I, I like I, here. Actually, I'll show you guys exactly what I'm seeing here. Oh boy! So I'm gonna do this. I'm this is gonna, gonna be tough. This. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go to results. Let's hope that this shows up properly. Come on, computer! Oh no, it doesn't show up properly at all. I'll just do this, and wow, why is it gigantic? Like it fits on the whole thing. But okay, so what this is actually telling me here is. Perfect. It says, uh, hey, all right. we're excited to share the details of the Capcom <clears throat> Pro Tour details today. We've made changes to the tour to help stream by the Capcom. See below for full scoops. This is as far as down as I can scroll. Oh, <laughs> man. CapcomProTour.gov? Healthcare.CPT? <laughs> that is as far down as I can scroll it. So, unfortunately, I cannot uh, give the details from there. Yeah. But uh, <coughs> hopefully I'll have some information over here for you guys. Basically, they announced the new rules, and there are a lot of really interesting changes that are coming along with it. And even before I get started, I will say that I like a lot of the things that they were they changed. But so uh, last year, um, it was very confusing because there was all the regions, and uh, you know if you qualify here, what's going on, and all this stuff like that. So now there's only one leaderboard. There's only one leader, one global points board. You have global points and regional points, so you know who qualifies for the region, but you only care about the global points for qualifications. And then there's going to be the regional finals, uh, as there was last year. However, the regional finals will be region locked. Right. Yeah. 
So you cannot. So it's not going to be like Daigo winning Europe. So yeah. you know <laughs> European representative Daigo. So well, dude, let's talk. I mean, we have the man right here <laughs> who lost a Tokido in the North America Grand in the North America Winners Finals, right? So I mean, right there, and then um. But yeah, it's gonna be region locked. So, uh, yeah. and then there, th- those regional events are basically auto qualifiers, but they've done away with auto qualifiers. What they're basically hope, their thought process is: if you win one of those regional events, you're probably in yeah. because you got enough, enough points, points yeah. right? So, but if it's not, then you will replace somebody else in there. If by some craziness, the same sixteen people. The same 32 <laughs> people win every event so that their score is ridiculous, right. you know. Uh, then if you win the regional event, you will supplant people in there. But uh, another rule change is that the point distribution has changed wildly. Yeah. I'll, I'll put all these up on the stream in little by little. I just kind of want to cover these because okay, I want to sure. cover all. Then I want to talk about each point one by one. You got it. So, uh, But yeah, so that's one thing is they changed the point distribution and uh, to be less top-heavy, basically. So now, if you play second at events, you don't drop by half the points, you yes. know? You get more points this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, there's also $600,000 up for grabs in the overall prize pool. Last year, it was 500000 minus the bonus from the CPT thing. So I imagine it's going to be 600000 plus whatever CPT. Yeah, okay. All right, that's thing, a 20%. Yeah. Pretty and they also announced uh, the actual uh, premiere events and a bunch of ranking events as well. All right. So. What part of that do you want to rip into first? Uh, what do you got? I mean, well, let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about the, the region stuff here. Sure. The way, with only one global board. I mean, like, as players, when you guys were playing and competing on this last year, was it even compu- confusing for you guys to follow? Like, yeah, it was very confusing for me. <laughs> I mean, I, for me, like I wasn't going uh, at, like a, a tournament outside of the United States, so so I just tried to focus on what was here. But like, when I try to look at the Capcom Pro Tour rules, so like I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm not even gonna follow that. I'm just gonna go to my tournament that I can go to, and then if I happen to play small and. Follow Ace yeah. King off yeah. suit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was too complicated for me to, like, follow. It's yeah, too much. Yeah. And then, like I said, because of that, the region lock thing for the regional finals, I do want to ask, like, is that something that you are, like, super happy about? Or would you rather have Tokido come in here and try to gatekeep, you know? Uh, like, uh, he, he should stay in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come over here and gatekeep it anymore, Tokido. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's kind of maybe not that simple, I guess. Um, I saw, for example, Kane Blue River posting about this on Twitter, because, you know, he's from Chile, but he spends most of the year, like, the competitive season in North America, right? So, which region is he? Is he Latin America? Because that's, like, his passport is Latin America. Right. right? I think wherever you decide to... Yeah. Well, wherever you want to spend most of your time, is. So, I guess, then, my my question, because this has happened in other games, in, like, bigger esports, right, is... That people from Korea or whatever, they just move to the U.S. And they just live here. (laughs) And they, like, say, yeah, I'm going to compete in the North American whatever. I'm North American. Like, so I feel like that might be something that people could do to, like, 
get around this. Yeah, I, that's I, that's why I'm just wondering about the the passport issue. I just I don't know. Well, I want more details. Also, like, what if okay, let's say K Blue River does come over here, but let's say it's based on where you live. Yeah, like your official home, right? So K Blue River would be part of Latin America. Yeah, if he comes to the U.S. events. Does that not build any points for the Latin America region then, right? Would he have to would he have to compete in the Latin America events to gain Latin America points? And if he competes anywhere else, the only thing he gets is global points. Right? Isn't that mm, probably uh, get global. I mean he would definitely yeah, get global. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah. Latin America I, I don't think I'll give him yeah. I wouldn't think so, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not a tournament here. So. Right, yeah. If you're not playing like in that region, then yeah. like, like you wouldn't get points for it. So, but for like Martin, I think Martin will like come over here. There you right. go. Yeah, because Martin should only be able to qualify in the Asia region. Yeah. Right? Well, that's where he lives now, but he could move back to yeah. North America, and then he would be in <laughs> North America. And yeah. and what if you do move in the middle of the season? I don't know. I'm telling you, there's all these issues. You know but what see, I mean? actually. That's, I'm telling you, lawyers should write all of these things. <laughs> I will say one thing, though. If you move in the middle of the season, maybe they'll just transfer, like, find the events that you competed in in Asia and and just, like, move. Like, like if you competed in both areas, they'll just say, whoops, sorry, no more Asia points. Now it's all North American points. You I just know? don't think that's true. I mean, you know, look, there are some really good players in Latin America, probably, probably in general, like, East Asia, you know, Asia, North America, Europe are stronger. Right, so could somebody like in that scenario move to Brazil for (laughs) half a year and like you know do well, get all these points, and then move to wherever, some other continent, and apply those points to this new continent? I mean, look, I I feel like it's it's exploitable. If you if you want to do that, if you want to spend your money and you want to move, I'm I'm telling you, you, in other games like in esports, esports. That oh, okay, okay. And at some point, like, FGC is going to be... So Echo Fox players could... That's not exactly <laughs> right. No, no, I mean, seriously. Like, that's... Probably. Yeah, like, I guess that's something Capcom has to look, look at. Yeah, right. Like, if you're, if you're, for example, Echo Fox is a good example, right? They could have Tokido and um, Momochi's on there? Yeah. yeah. And Chocobanka. Yeah. They could all move over here. Yes. They could move to... They could all become citizens of Peru. <laughs> they can become residents of Peru. Uh, I don't. I'm just saying. I feel like it's exploitable. That's all. But we'll see. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's it's curious to see how they're gonna handle a lot of that situations. I mean, obviously their their announcements are very open and vague. But I I bet you they have a lot of these details worked out. Hopefully they do. I mean, this this is starting to remind me of. Dude, I'm again revealing my age. I don't know if any of you guys saw. <laughs> Gremlins and Gremlins 2 or anything like that because in Gremlins they're like you can't feed them after midnight and it's like really a stupid rule and then in Gremlins 2 they're making fun of it like well, what if something gets stuck in his teeth like at 10 o'clock and then it gets past midnight and then he eats like oh, yeah, how yeah. stupid like I wonder I if that's that. just gonna happen to the CPT rules at this point you know but well, like everybody should have lawyers writing their stuff <laughs> If only we knew a lawyer in the FGC. <laughs> if only we knew a lawyer in the FGC. Yeah, if only. If only. Uh, all right, well, that's the residency 
part of it, but then mm-hmm. what do you feel about the points? Do you want to bring the well, thing up? Uh, yeah, let's 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 see if I can bring the points distribution up here. Because actually, before I do that, let's talk a little bit about the qualifications here. So the global points, the leaderboards here. Uh, let me see how much of this we can see over here. It's going to be really big. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, let me look at this and shrink the picture down to size. So that it will fit in the page over here. Hey, there we go. I can do stuff. All right. So you can see right here, 32 players. Now, automatically, Knuckle Doo is qualified because yeah, he is yeah, last year's sense. champ. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because now he really doesn't have to play all that hard yeah. this year. It's just proceeding. Yeah, he's definitely going to just going to go yeah, out to every riding. single tournament yeah, in America yeah, and try to stop everyone. Here, so. <laughs> yeah, he's just basically going to... He's basically spending the whole year teabagging the entire <laughs> yeah. pro tour. Making everyone mad. <laughs> For sure. <yeah. laughs> Starting rounds with Dash Dash Mad Grab. <laughs> of course. Oh, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, but I, I think that's good. It makes sense. And there is going to be, remember they announced last year that at the event there's going to be one last chance qualifier. And yes. so everybody can go to the Capcom Cup event and in the first day or two, if it's a two or three day event, who knows what it's going to be, right? But like, there's going to be a tournament at the start of it that will let anybody who wins that one qualify automatically. I think it needs an entry camp. Might be uh, a lot be, of people. Uh, a lot. You think so? You think I mean, yeah. it might be like a giant tournament. Yeah. yeah. Could it end up like like three thousand people, <laughs> or like some Evo sized tournament. Right. So like uh, uh, the past one, the, they did at the what the, the Sony Esport Arena. Oh, so oh, yeah, if they yeah, do yeah. it again, and there's a lot of players, it will be enough. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I, yeah. I doubt they can Probably do it not. in the esports arena again. Yeah. I really doubt yeah. that, to be honest with you. So, uh, but then of course, then the global leaderboards just covers the other thirty players. Yeah, so, I like that. Yeah, relative simplicity. You know, yeah. keeping it easy. Agreed, agreed. Just take a look at that leaderboard, and you know what's up. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's talk a little bit about this point distribution here. This point distribution is probably the thing that I'm most happy about. Now, there are some people who are have some concerns about some things, but let's talk about this point distribution. You can see here already that the point drop-off is much less, right? So last year, first place at EVO got 1,024 points, and second place dropped all the way to 512, right? And then it just kept having itself all the way down. So if you got eighth place at EVO, you basically were like the same thing as like a fourth place at a ranking event. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. Yeah. I remember I see oh last year I got ninth place. I think I had I got like four points. I think it was the four points. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like who cares about four points? Yeah, it's not gonna get me. It's like all that work went to like nothing. Yeah, right. Like yeah. Nothing. But uh, what's cool about this? You can see the drop off now is from one thousand to seven hundred. So it, it, it actually takes third place to get halved all the way down. And even top eight gets 250 points. And if you look here, 250 points for top eight is the same as a second place at a premiere event. Mm-hmm. And you still get more points than any points possible at a ranking event. This is such a smart was graph. 25th yeah. Place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this graph explains it so well, right? Yeah. Like. All those places at Evo are worth more than first place at the ranking. You can just see it immediately. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. No, I think I think that's great. I think that 
reflects like how difficult it is to do those things. It must have definitely slurped it, yeah. Yeah, the only thing that they did here was for premier events, instead of giving auto qualifiers, they just made it so that it's you get extra points. So basically, they're trying to make it as if you auto qualify if you win a premier event. Yeah. Right? But at least everybody else doesn't get that many less points. And then, not only that, but if you notice, Evo, top 256 get points. Top 200. I'm not granted if you get 109, if you're tied for 193, you get one point. <laughs> yeah, but that means that you're yeah, in the top right. 5%. Of people who entered Evo last year. Yeah, you can say it. Seriously. I had the point. Yeah, no, but like just getting, if you're in the top 5% of a tournament, like you you deserve something. There was that one year where when you qualified at some of the points, you got like this little certificate, like for Evo Mm, points. And I remember that Kaneda was trying so hard just to get one point, (laughs) just so he could have the certificate and prove that he got one point. Mm -hmm. And he finally finally did. did it. But uh, here you see here at all premier events, it'll be the top 64. And at the ranking events, it'll be the top 32 that get points. So they're spreading the points down even further. So I think that's really, really cool. What's going on? 49th and 13th? Como? I mean, for premier, isn't that the bottom? Yeah, says, oh, you're looking at, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, well, it says 13th, but it's tied for 13th. So that's 16 places, right? Did I say 32? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm Asian. I'm supposed to be good at math. Come on, sorry. buddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can see the so numbers there. Much top 16 on, on the ranking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, top 16, and this one is top uh, 64 here for that one. So, um, but yeah, what do you guys think of this point distribution so far as players, right? Um, I think it's really good. It helps, you know, from all the people that was upset last year that they would get top eight and get what, like, 10 points or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, Flash got a bunch of top eight last year, but it, 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 it didn't seem like it was worth it. Right. Him. Yeah, if you don't win, you don't get anything. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Sien got, like, ninth place at EVO, and he barely got any points, right? <laughs> you know, everyone who got ninth place there. Yeah. But now this year, they'll get the same as a third place at a premier event. Right. So what do you think, though, about the lack of the auto qualifier? I mean, if you get first place as a premier, like, you're in a pretty good situation yeah. to qualify, right? But, like, there's probably some mathematical formula where you would not. Mm-hmm. Um, if you win a premier event and then never go then to anything. Never do anything else. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what, what, do you guys, what do you guys think? Is that... Uh, I think it's fine like this now. Like, well, it's, like you said, like, if you win a premier event, you're pretty, you're pretty much in. You just, you just got to place... Second or first at a ranking event. Do something else, yeah. right? Yeah. But I guess my, my concern about that is like thinking about people who qualified because of the premiere. Like if you are like Berlino, right? Like yeah. he's in Brazil. Right. It's not that easy for him to get out to different tournaments. Mm-hmm. So if he wins a tournament in Brazil, like that's doable. Yes. That, can, that can qualify him. But like maybe it's not practical for him to like travel around enough so that winning that tournament that's a premiere is enough, like, plus whatever change he gets for him to qualify. So I guess I'm kind of worried about that kind of thing. I I guess I kind of feel like it makes it so that people who have, like, better ability to travel have kind of, like, a leg up. I mean, I get that. It's not that I'm opposed to it. I just, just like, want to... It's like a potential issue. It was like that last year. 
the people would just travel to the different regions, the easier ranking events, and just get a bunch of points for them. <laughs> no, I mean you're, you're you're right, but at the same time, it's it also allowed people to like automatically qualify without traveling a lot yeah, right. if they if things worked out for them. And I'm not sure that that's a better system. I guess overall, I prefer this one anyway. I just yeah. I do think that it like I mean makes it tougher for people to compete yeah. who don't have resources. The the hope really is. I mean that's why there's such a disparity in the in the premier and the ranking tournaments. I did have some people talk to me on my timeline on Twitter that they were like, "Don't you think it's bad that ranking events reward so little points compared to premier events? Because like that means if you win a premier event, you practically don't have to travel again." I was like. That's what it was last year. Yeah, it's literally what it was. <laughs> it was the last exact year, same yeah. thing last year, right? But the the thing that I mean, obviously, the thing that I'm most worried about, though, is you know, just we don't know how these points are going to play out unless we sit here and simulate things and calculate things mathematically. Yeah. But like, will it get to a point where by September next year there are so many people who are just so out of the running that they just give up? You know what I mean? Because yeah. like before in October, it was like, I'm just going to go to SCR or I'm going to go to Canada Cup because if I win, yes. I qualify. Yeah. Can it be to the point where the top 32 are all above 400 points and if you have zero points, then even winning that does nothing yeah. for you? That'd That's be a bummer. Question, yeah. right? Yeah. That would be a bummer. That's I think the, uh, the goal, well, from I think Capcom wants everyone now to travel. Yeah. Not not just to stay in one region. I, I think you're right. They yeah. want everyone to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. And if you're a player who has like a team or whatever, then that's that's cool. Right. And I hope that that does happen. Right. But it's just tougher for people who don't have teams yeah. or you know. It definitely it definitely backup. favors the sponsored players. Yeah. It definitely favors the sponsored players. So, I guess that just means you're just gonna have to get good <laughs> and get sponsored, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, overall, I do like this. Yeah, me too. I do like this. And yeah. the main thing really is that the point distribution doesn't disintegrate so quickly as you go down. Yeah, li- that's the biggest I, thing. I like the fact that the points are still pretty high up. So. Totally agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so that's that information. Like, what else? So, yeah, talk about which are the premieres. Right. So they announced all the premiere events here, and you can see here on the screen. <laughs> There we go. Okay. It worked, I guess. Uh, I'm just gonna move this over. <laughs> That's pleasure. Just pretty broken, actually. Yeah. So you guys can read this while we do this. All right. So okay. Final round. We knew that. Yes. Final round was already announced. Combo Breaker was also already announced. Yeah, and both very deserving, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, EGX 2017 is a Europe event in the Europe UK qualifier. over there. Ultimate Fighting Arena is the is another one. CEO, of course, no surprise there. In Asia, we've got the Taiwan Fighter. In the U.S., we have NCR, which is returning as a premier event. DreamHack Summer in Sweden is another Europe event. And, of course, SCR in Los Angeles is another event. So, actually, we have two on the West Coast, one on the East Coast at Final Round, and one in Midwest for Combo Breaker. But it kind of covers a little bit, like, it's a really badly shaped, like... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's how California... Is I guess California yeah. has two. I mean Toronto has one also. So even though there's also DreamHack. Oh, and, and DreamHack Austin, Austin. So you got the bottom right. yeah. middle of the country. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, which is good. Mm-hmm. But it's not like if you're from the Northeast, you're not totally asked out. It's not like a million mile drive mm-hmm. to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So and, you can uh, you can do that. Or Chicago is not super far. Esports Festival Hong Kong is another one. Canada Cup Toronto and Battle Arena Melbourne in Australia. Now, China. obviously, That's missing good. here is anything from Latin America. Um, like I wonder right. if there's going to be. Uh, I, I'm sure. Um, this is just what's in the trailer. I'm yeah, sure there's more be details. Yeah. I know there's a link somewhere. I just wish the official page was like working. Scroll down there. Nope. That's the furthest Max- I can maximum scroll. scroll. Down. That's that's <laughs> the furthest I can scroll down. Yeah. All right. All right. So <clears throat> see you below for the full scoop. There it is. Oh, and Japan Cup was there too that I missed. So. Uh, Oh, I guess I didn't miss it in this list, but some people in the chat were talking about it. So, yeah, unfortunately, uh, oh, someone says the website is getting updated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you, yeah, we knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Well, I thought that was implied, I guess. I don't know. God, make it sound like I'm, like, confused. Or... Learn how to computers, James. I'm sorry, dude. Hey, that's not my job anymore. It's not. It's <laughs> no longer James Chen it's computer. Not my, it's not my job anymore, so. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, hopefully there's going to be something in Latin America, but for the rest of it, I guess that sounds fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I mean, there are a bunch in North America, which is cool for us, right, maybe right. not so cool for people in East Asia or the Middle East yeah, or, yeah. you know, Europe. Europe is a big... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not that big. Of a place, last, year, big um, last year, I made a tweet when they announced the, the signature rules and, like, oh, where all the determines are going to be. I was like... Uh, they're gonna throw one in Africa. I was like, you know? <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. And then like my boss was like talking me on on Twitter and then see like, cause I I was born in African Cameroon, so I was okay. like trying to see if I can. Like, is there is there a scene there? There is some scenes, but like I've lost a lot of cultures. I haven't yeah. been there in a long time. Yeah. But some some of them still talk to me. Oh, that's cool. Funny. That's cool. But I guess not this year. <laughs> I, I, I final round last year, maybe the year before, there was a dude from Nigeria there from from. Lagos and mm-hmm. we we talked. It was cool. Like he yeah. was. Do you say there's a scene there and they play? There's not yeah, that many people, time. but it's I cool. mean that's the thing, right? I mean at this point in time, for a lot of the regions that aren't covered, like it's it's really just about trying to build up the scene a little bit there, make some noise, you know, start trying to make some noise. And you know, if you guys are in Africa, you have a, you know, if you want to start throwing some of these cool tournaments and everything like that. Look, it's it's gonna it's a long road. I'm not gonna be yeah, like, hey, yeah. throw a tournament and we're gonna be on CBT, right? Yeah, like, sure. it'll take a while, but like, if you don't start now, it's always gonna take a while. You know what I mean? Like, the sooner you start, the quicker it will happen. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I know that there are players in West Africa. I know that. Um, I know South Africa has some players. We met some players from there, mm-hmm. and then I know that North Africa. That kind of scattered has some players because some of them came to the Middle East last year. Um, right. So I met a couple. So our man on the street, Mister, our man in the chat is sending me the uh, breakdown over here. So let's see. Yep. Yeah. So the, oh, that's right. There's a lot of people are talking about the online events. This is a little bit of controversy as well. I've seen Justin and Ricky tweet out that they think that the online events should be halved in points. Mm. That they should not uh, reward as many points as they do. Uh, I don't know if they fall under the ranking or if they fall under the uh, premier events. Well, I don't know. How, how do you guys feel about that? Like, or would you be cool with it? Being uh, like a ranking, or I mean, it kind of worked out in his favor in the yeah. last season. So, um, I think the point should be like a half. It shouldn't be as much as ranking, because mm-hmm. it is online, and you know, you it's lag. So, hey, well, you started as an <laughs> online player, right? 
You're supposed to be defending yeah, online. Know, right? Come on. Well, I mean, I just don't think it should get too many points. Okay, okay. No, that makes sense. That Maybe makes half sense. of what the yeah. system yeah. on that ranking tournament gets. Well, I definitely yeah. want to have like online events that give points. I feel like that's important because, again, not everybody can travel. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's, I think, important to at least get something out there. Like, if you're, if you're somebody who wins a premiere... Let's go back to what I was talking about, right? If you win a premiere and you can't travel otherwise, right. maybe you can play online. Yeah. 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 But uh, this this Reddit post that GTO Kira gave me here has a lot more uh, 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 information here regarding the events that are uh, included here. So here you see all these mm. other events here that are ranking events. Sonic Boom, West Coast Warzone, Hype Spotting is going to be a ranking event. Nice. Uh, the Coliseum is a ranking event. FFM Rumble, Tor You Can. Uh, it's always makes me, I think it's cool that Evolution is just its own category. Yeah. <laughs> uh, BS Fighting, Dreamhack Montreal, Oz Hado. Oh, that's cool. A couple uh, in Australia. Northwest Majors, Texas Showdown, Lima Salty, Defend the North, Summer Jam, Absolute Battle. Yeah, there seems to be like, okay, so here's a bunch of the, uh, the ones in Latin America. The Fight, uh, Fight in Rio, Olympia, Furia Tica, uh, Fight Club, NRW8, Manila Cup. Uh, Union Argentina, the fighting the of fighting games, um, Saigon Cup, dude. There's a lot of rankings. Look at this. Yes. <laughs> the rankings are That's all at the end, like all yeah, towards the end. This is all in August and September. One player just trying to no like all of That's possible. <laughs> Dude, I, <laughs> some of the same week, I'm sure, but even I, on Bonchan top of that. Bonchan went to a lot of them. Like, dude, I don't sure. envy yeah, yeah, a lot of these yeah, guys. He was, yeah. he was grinding for sure. Um, is so first attacks on there. Yeah, first Puerto Rico, is that North America? Is that Was that last year? Was it considered North America? It was. Yeah, I mean, I obviously, it's so. it like was, it was. the U.S. I just, okay. It was yeah, it's closer to it. other countries. In first attack, America. East Coast Throwdown is a ranking. Thunderstruck, Never Give Up. Celtic Throwdown. Uh, unnamed China premiere is a premiere. <laughs> yeah. So they should just leave it. Leave it like that. that. It should just be called Unnamed China premiere. <laughs> Because I think that'd be pretty sick. Uh, unnamed Dubai ranking, unnamed Norway ranking. Oh, that's good. Middle East has something. Treta, uh, 2017, uh, Gam Arena, uh, Abigate Cup, FE Cup, and then, of course, SoCal Regionals and Canada Cup, as always, close everything out. And that's awesome that Canada Cup will also be taking place in the United States at the Capcom Pro oh, Tour Finals. Everybody makes that mistake. Dude, it's impossible right? to not uh, say that. Because like we always get Canada Cup and Capcom Cup yeah, mixed up. It's and impossible so now, not to. Yeah. Didn't you say at Capcom Cup? Did you say it was Canada Cup? Or was that me? It actually might have been me. It was one of us who did I feel like that, that happened yeah, two yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. We called uh, it Canada uh, Cup. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. Exactly. But of course, this is not official. This is this is Reddit page here. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout outs to our Street Fighter. But total amount of events present is 49 events. CPT 2016 had a total of 72, point, 72 events, which, so which means that CPT uh, 2017 has lost 24 events compared to last season. How do you feel about that? Wow, if I'm looking at that, that list, I thought it was more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I but, can't believe yeah. it. But so, I, um, I guess... Uh, like which tournament from the United States that took it out? Like I can't remember. I one. don't know. I feel like sure. they added more. I know, right? They seemed like there were a lot in that list. Yeah. So uh-huh. I don't know. I, have to go I think they will be adding more eventually. 
Yeah, I mean, it's you know, they said that they would. This is not like the final list, right, so right. It, there might be more. But well, there's probably well, not 24 more. This is this is uh, omitted from the Capcom Pro Tour. So okay. North America, I guess Japanawa, the Fall Classic is not on there. Okay. That's interesting because oh. that was a pretty big event. It was a premiere at least a couple years ago. A few years ago, it was years a ago? premiere. Yeah, it was a few years ago because that was how. Uh, Chris G qualified, if I'm not mistaken, for the one year Chris G was our yeah. lone American representative. Yeah, right. uh, Jam Festival, Sana, Argentina Pro Games Here Fighting Fest. Frog, yeah, you can see the list right here on your screen. So those are the ones. And then total number of events, 19 removed so far as that they know. So, But uh, shout outs to, to our Street Fighter, of course, for putting these lists together. Uh, for talking about these regional finals are limited to eight players. There's only going to be eight players at the regional finals because really? the Red Bull Battle Sixty anymore? Yeah, because Battlegrounds is a lot more than that, right? It's sixty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So eight players time, huh? Yeah. Uh, Capcom Cup will be switching to a group stage format. That I think is a pretty cool idea. Yeah. So in this first change, Capcom's made a Cap Cups <coughs> format think. since its inception in 2013. In the previous years, Capcom Cup ran a single bracket with double elimination, but now what they're actually doing is, um, it's kind of like Topanga, where they have the blocks, right? Yeah. And so they have people playing against each other. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be round robin? Do they say it's going to be round robin? Or is it going to be little small little tournaments like that? I guess we'll find out if it doesn't say already. Yeah, well it says, for a simple analogy, look at how Topanga manages its groups for feeding the same event. I believe Capcom... Okay, so it's not, not not sure yet, so it's speculative Yeah. right there. So It'd be sick, though, so if it was around Robin, just for... I mean, it'd be cool for the players, because you get to like better yeah, show like yeah. who's the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool to watch, too. You, know, you get to see like everybody play at least a couple of times. Yeah, rather than, right. Like, it sucked, you know, at Capcom Cup... Or things like that. Like, it sucks to have these big events that are led up to by a whole year, and then somebody goes on, too. And it's, I mean, someone, it, someone right? made the joke in the chat that maybe then this year that Justin will finally not go 0-2 at Capcom. What about Infiltration? <laughs> what about Tokido? Tokido. Daigo, right? No, Tokido Di- didn't yeah. go 0-2. No, Daigo did. No, Daigo did. did. Tokido did. Daigo yeah. made top 16. Tokido went 0-2? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tokido went 0-2. He lost oh, to okay. DRA and... Uh, the eight oh, that's right, because Daigo went through and he like yeah. beat Sako and a bunch of guys. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I have them backwards then. Okay. All right. Well, interesting stuff here that's mm-hmm. going to be taking place here at uh, Capcom Cup. So. Yeah. All right. That's a lot of a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. Overall, sounds positive to me. Um, some of the rules, like you can't, you can't like get both sides of it on. Like the issue with the premieres, somebody who can qualify automatically, but that also makes it more complicated for everybody else. You just gotta like pick which one is more important, you know. So it's you can't win at everything, but I, I think overall it seems good. I like it. <laughs> That's my view. Simple enough. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. Well, anything else to say about that? Uh, no, I think that's all I have to say about that. So. Okay. okay. Um, I know that we didn't have this mentioned before, but do you want to talk about E League? Oh, we should <laughs> probably talk about. We should probably. E- do oh that. yeah, of course, of course, of course. Duh. There's just a lot of interesting things going on right now, so... Um... Yeah, well, I think that's interesting to bring up with the Capcom Pro Tour in mind, because, uh, I mean, you're going to get the, I guess, more, you know, bigger stuff there. Right. So, E-League is, is the thing that has been doing uh, Counter-Strike tournaments for a little while. It's TV on TBS, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to have Street Fighter now. They're going to be 32 players. I think you're one of them? Yeah. You're one of them. Um, and there's a whole list. And uh, you can history it off if you want, but um, 
it, I think the the big thing to talk about is that there's a lot of money up for grabs. It's television. It's going to happen on a weekly basis, Friday nights, mm-hmm. and um, it's going to definitely conflict with existing events. Yeah, I mean, what's interesting about it too is that I mean, because last year was it was it Call of Duty that they did or Counter Strike? It was Counter Strike that they did. Yeah, so I mean, it's been pretty successful. I mean, this was uh, I think it was a, this was why. James Bardolph had that conversation with Shaquille O'Neal, like on that one clip, that one time and such. So he got to he got to talk trash to Shaquille O'Neal, which is cool. actually pretty funny. Uh, but uh, the way they said that they created the contestants was that it's the top um, twelve people in the CPT board, four people who are the leaders in the regionals, and then sixteen extra invites that they just said, you know what, these are the invites. And this is where the controversy comes in. Because once it was announced, a lot of people were like, I'm not happy with who got invited. (laughs) Do you want to put the list up right now? Yeah, I'm going to put put the list up. So the people who actually qualified via um, just by being in virtue of being in top 16. Yeah. um, Infiltration, Tokido, Justin, Knuckledoo, Fudo, Shaohai, GamerB, MOV, Daigo, Julio, Phenom, and Momochi. I don't think anyone's going to argue with There's that. There's not too much to question there, I right. feel. And then, of course, the four regional champions were F-Champ. Uh, what the? You clicked on it. Yeah, F-Champ, uh, Luffy, Brolinho, and Eita. No one's going to argue with that. Seems but all right. Here we go. So these are the people that are invited. were Cien, Christetarian, K-Brad, Ricky Ortiz, Ryan Hart, PR Balrog, L.I. Joe, some dude named Punk, Snake Eyes, LPN, Wolf Crone, Marn, Smug, Alex Vi, Gutex, and Guilty. They actually spelled Guilty's name wrong. Yeah, I know, right? There's definitely <coughs> no I in there, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the top half of that, like, nobody, nobody would mm-hmm. question yeah. too much, I feel. Um, it's probably when you get towards the end of that that, <laughs> that becomes to become an issue. Um, what, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Hey, I'm just happy I got invited. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I like the you list. Whatever. I like the list a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the best list because yeah, the important parts cool. on there. Yeah. <laughs> like for me, I mean, I wasn't really expecting an, an, an invite, but okay. like when I see like, don't say that. Like you're supposed to say, why are these people <laughs> yeah. in here? Well, I'm, I'm about to say something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. But when I see like, cause I haven't really seen good text like in the like yeah. in the last year Capcom Pro Tour, and I see Galti. I mean, she's she's good, but like I think they invited uh, good text and Galti more because of their person personality. I'm sure that's a big part. So yeah, and the popularity. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I mean, and I, and again, like I look at the list and I don't really have any qualms about it because like I feel like that's part it's a TV show it's a TV show so they're gonna do stuff based on personality as well well and you keep in mind it's uh, not all these people are on TV if I'm not mistaken there's a group stage that you have to get through before Uh it's TV so you know it might be the case that I I don't know maybe I mean Guilty is good you know I don't know I can't count around obviously Um, and same with Gutex because I know he can be good if he grinds a lot he certainly has been good in the past um, but there might be a chance that they don't make it. So as far as the choice of it being a TV show, that's that was my thought originally. Right. Like mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. You have to be good, obviously. Right. But on top of that, like if there's like a personality or something people want to watch, or whatever, then that obviously factors into it because like you know the, the dollars, yeah, right? But if they're not going to make it to the TV portion, right? Because there's going to be a first group qualification you know. phase, right? So, but my wondering is, 
are they going to do like a recap thing? Like, here's a recap of all the stuff <laughs> that happened, and they'll probably show it. And if like Martin doesn't make it, they'll probably show him <laughs> yelling at everybody and stuff, and then show Gutex doing Gutex face or something <laughs> like that. Make him do his laugh, you know. Which make no, him do it. Which no one can imitate. Like, it's impossible to <laughs> yeah. imitate, right? So, but, um,. I mean, yeah, it's only maybe not even an hour recap. Right, right? Yeah, Who knows? Not. It could even be like a 10-minute recap right. as you see some of these. So, But here's the thing, right? I'm Well, I don't know. Like, I just, if they do make it far past that stage, like, that's a huge benefit for them, right, for the TV show. Oh, yeah, definitely. And obviously it would be huge for them, you know, for the players if they, <laughs> if they do that too. Um, I think you told me, that if you qualify out of the group stages, then you are you make money? Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so there's definitely I don't have a better reason. source on this guy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. I just but hope yeah. it's like well run, well run on TV yeah. so we can have more of this like, yeah, like I, next year. Have, have you watched the Counter Strike one at I'm, all? I'm only into fighting games. I don't yeah. watch anything else. So but. I don't really watch <laughs> Counter Strike. I'm not into it, but I did watch it once. Yeah. Just oh, you did? Okay, like, okay. See, you know uh, what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, I don't even have cable TV. I just have. TV. <laughs> so um, I watched it, and it was like not not cheesy. I would say like okay, it didn't okay, seem okay. like it was like esports goofball fest. Yeah. Like, it didn't seem like kind of you know stereotypical assy esports like right. No feelings, no Yeah, around. it wasn't yeah, that kind okay, of nonsense. Okay, so okay. I thought that it was it was fine. Okay. Uh, but what what do you what do you feel? I I don't know. Um, what do you feel about it? Being at the same time as other things. Well, the only thing I want to add right now is that Curly W is a sexy man. Anyways, continue. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, Curly W, speaking of him, he was none too happy to hear about this. Um, oh, really? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know. Because in the chat, he just asked me to talk about him. That's all. Well, so that's I probably just... what he wants us to, to talk about. Oh, uh, uh, okay, okay. Curly W is uh, a guy who runs brackets for Combo Breaker and I think mm-hmm. other stuff. Yeah. If, I, if I call correctly? I think he's been helping out with like some Smash stuff as well. That's so right, yeah. We'll talk about the combo breaker format in a little bit. But oh, yeah, that's good. right. Yeah. Um, anyway, tournament organizers were caught off guard. And not just that, but players were caught off guard who weren't like previ- previously invited. Or did you find out like the other day, or did you, find, did you know earlier? Oh, well, I found out when everyone else found out. Oh, dang. Oh, right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny, then. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, but did some of the- On top of that, like, teams didn't know, so they didn't know, like, where to send their players necessarily, or, like, maybe they had already made plans for, right. or this is the same for yeah. players, too, who don't have teams. Maybe you already had, a, like, a ticket to go right. to yeah. X or Y tournament. What about, like, Red Bull Kubitae, right? Like, so like, there's going to be around the similar time. They got invited to both, which is... Yes. Who got invited to both? PR wrong. Oh, that's tough. You know, yeah. I, mean, I don't know if that's even physically. Yeah, I don't think doable. so. That's in like France, right? Well, yeah, it's oh, in yeah. Paris. Yeah. Uh, he has to make it to the. But yeah, final yeah, it's in the final. So oh, okay. if he oh, didn't make it to the okay. final, he okay. can still go. That's. I think that's how it's going to work. Okay. Uh, not everyone's going to be able to miss. Right. Right. Other tournaments. Okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. It's just. It, it's. It's not. Just the attendance, though. It's yeah. like the stream viewership's yeah. going to be yeah. different and. People might not like attend tournaments to watch and stuff. And, right. Yeah. It's definitely a possibility. Even, I, I don't know how big of an impact it's going to be, but there's some. Right. Because even when it was like Red Bull, Kumite, and Combo Breaker on the same weekend, but one is in France, one is in U.S., they're not going to overlap each other. So if you want to watch both, you probably could, yeah. right? You know. But you know, in this case, if there's stuff going on for E League, it's going to be on the same 
oh, like one time zone over from Combo Breaker, yeah. same time zone as a lot yeah. of other events. So at the same time, look, you can't blame any of the players who goes to E League. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars on the line. Isn't E League? That's uh, it. Is it? Is it only on Friday or is it? I think it's just Friday. So like, player could possibly. Like it's plausible. <laughs> yeah, yeah Justin has talked about yeah. that for Combo Breaker. He was like, yeah. "Please, I'm hoping I'm only in Saturday pools." Right. Like, you know, right? You gotta and, run that gambit. And nice. I mean, like, shout outs to Justin who didn't go up to the hot dough and be like, "Make sure I'm only in Saturday." <laughs> he was just like, "Please, yeah. I hope this happens. Please, I hope this happens." You yeah, know? but you definitely can't blame any of them for mm-hmm. for doing e league. Kind of tiring though. From like yeah. playing. Yeah, yeah. It'd, it'd be tough for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, at least it's not really far. So. It's not like you traveling all the way to the west. Right. Yeah. You're only traveling to what, Chicago? Still gotta yeah. worry about the flight delays. Yeah, right. <laughs> lots, lots of stuff can go wrong. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But like, uh, do, you, do you remember when Luffy went to, was it Red Bull Kumite or something? Dude, no, no, it was Canada Cup Master Series. Mm, yes. That was the weekend that the terrorist attack happened in France. So he got into the airplane and then he got stuck on the airplane I for like that. hours. Because they couldn't take off, and then he finally made it to somewhere else, and then the flight got canceled there on yeah. the east side of like Canada. And then by the time he got there, he literally had like two hours of sleep in like forty-eight hours, and then had to play like seven oh first to seven matches <laughs> <laughs> in one day. And he did really well. He did, too. Awesome. He did really well. It's so. just the the timing of it is unfortunate. I, I'm very happy for people involved. You know, it sounds cool mm-hmm. to be on TV. Is nice. I don't think it's like a major thing I guess because I feel like that medium's dying but um, it's obviously important there's the whole back half of the year Punk is right here being on TV is awesome it's the great come on like stop I wish it was me like grandma like no I I get it I'm on there for sure like, I, d- I definitely nice get that. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I feel like this is the busiest part of the year when yeah. it comes to tournaments. Like, this, these specific times that they picked are, like, the busiest time of the year. If it was, you know, August to September, October even, there are just a couple of events in that, like, whole period of time. So I feel like that would have been a nicer timing, yeah. but... But, I mean, let me ask you, how does it feel to be invited to it? Like, do, are you excited about this? Are you eager for it? Of course, uh... It's humbling, like, they get picked out of so many players in, like, everywhere, I guess, like, in Asia, North America, so it's pretty good, like, they actually recognize me, so. <laughs> <laughs> is that humbling, or is it de-humbling? Is it, like, the opposite You get the of big humbling? head, you know, yeah. kind of thing? <laughs> I don't know, but I think it's really cool. It's a great opportunity. I guess sure. be on TV. Do you yes. know? Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Ma. <laughs> yeah, I, know. But, I mean, you're you're right. You're yeah, totally yeah, right. Yeah. But well, let me ask: yeah. is it, Did they say? So, did, is there a, a prize distribution of the two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Do you uh, know? Or I'm anything? not sure. Or? I, t- I don't know anything that you guys okay. don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, like, do you feel like, like, let's say you go there and let's say you win and you win a hundred thousand dollars? Like, do you feel like that? That's just like life-changing for you or um i would say a hundred thousand dollars is life <laughs> yeah it's, it's a pretty good it's pretty good amount yeah. <laughs> all i'm trying to do here is just make him more nervous okay oh, i'm trying i'm trying to like hey so a lot is on the line that means no i'm just kidding but yeah, yeah no i mean like it, it sounds like it's a really exciting opportunity yeah. to, to be able to compete for something like that so yeah okay. it's just cool. a bunch of great players so yeah Cool, cool. It's going to be very interesting to watch, no doubt All about right. that. 
All right. Well, I guess that's it about that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, uh, I guess what we can do is talk about the the Japan article thing, but we'll probably take a break really quick before we get to that. Let's do that. And and, uh, you guys will probably be gone after the break. Yeah, you have to go to the airport, and you got to chaperone him and then hang around Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles for the next week. So you're going to be busy as well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, again, no, thank you guys for stopping by. No problem, man. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, no problem. I wanted to be on the show. I got to hang out with... James Chan, we ate some. Did Japanese. you guys do any cool things? Yeah, well, we yeah. had some Japanese. We went to Coco Ichibanya, so oh, some Japanese curry. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. we stuff. had a lot of conversation. It was with all Coco. right. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a big fan of him. So. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a nice guy. Yeah, David Jolly. Yeah, I couldn't be there for this. I was watching the kind of State of the Union. Uh, before we go, though, I want you. Can you just be a jerk? Because I know that that's in there. How do I just... Be a jerk to David. No, I'm just yeah. saying. Be a jerk How to David. How do I do that? Let it out on me. It's all right. That's I, funny. We talked about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like, there, there are times when you trash talk people, and then when we're on ESL, we're like, all right. <laughs> what do you think about X or Y? You're just like, yeah, you know, they're nice. They're nice people. I'm just going to play seriously. You know, it's... And it wasn't a head like, on, where, where was it? Were you talking Let about that alpha male? You know? <laughs> yeah, like, come on. You can uh, use me as a sound. Tell David what you think I'm of a, him. I am a butt. Tell me that. Um, I don't like you dressing. <laughs> I don't like how you dress. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. All right. <laughs> got to fix something. Well, like... I need a haircut. I felt... I agree. Yeah. I, agree. I felt so much anger and frustration from you, punk, when you're like, I don't like the way you dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So you you got to be calm angry sometimes, you know? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. There you go. There you go. All right, all right. Well, so I'll uh, make sure to call the emergency room to deal with my sick burns. <laughs> covering my skin at the moment, you can oh, tell. Um, but uh, thank you guys. Yeah, man. Thanks thank a lot for coming. Thank thank I'm a little much. sick. I probably shouldn't do the handshaking. Okay, but okay. Fair enough. Shout outs to you guys. Very nice of you to come out. Thank uh, you. Good work on the uh, ESL, ESL over there. Good luck to you, luck next, to you next week. week. And enjoy California while you're here. Yep. Bye, guys. For sure. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about this article Chocoblanco wrote when we come back. All right. Be right back. Okay. Welcome back to the Tuesday show. Like we said, our guests have skedaddled. Mm-hmm. And uh, that means we're alone. By the way, I don't think we actually addressed this earlier, but Tasty Steve and Sejam are at GDC this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think doing Breakaway. I think yeah, stuff? they're doing Breakaway stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. commentary for for the new game Breakaway. Um, that's cool. You know, shout outs to them. But uh, as a result, they are not here. So let's move on now to talk about uh, this article that Choco Blanca put out. I thought it was an interesting. Uh, topic, you know, okay, point. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna paste it in the chat. I know other people have done this as well. And when you YouTube this, can you uh, put that in the old YouTube uh, description? I'll try to remember. Sure. Okay. There's the thing. So um, essentially, it's about sort of the viability and and some of the, some thoughts about esports in Japan and how it's not it's not really a thing, right? So Japan does not have a, a mature esports market is a big part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it talks about how um, her choices have, have been to sort of help build that, but how it seems like every year people say, this is going to be the year of esports. Yes. And it just kind of keeps happening. Yes. I mean, yes. I think we've all experienced that. 
even in other parts of the world, but in Japan as well, I suppose. Um, and, you know, she identified a big part of that as, as being that um, esports are, or video games, I guess, are not considered to be a profession mm-hmm. in Japan. It's not only Japan mm-hmm. that feels that way, of course, but um, that is, you know, a, a, a big sort of hindrance to, uh, to it being accepted more, she says. Um, on top of that, uh, you know, only a few gaming-related companies like really market heavily in Japan when streams happen, when, when footage happens. It's timed, even people in Japan do this, they time it so that people in North America can watch. It's like that market is prioritized. Right. Which Even makes to the sense. Point, like the Topanga League, you know, they have to have that English stream going, right? And there's a lot of people watching on the English stream as this well. This guy? I gotta be honest. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I have definitely fallen asleep to the dulcet tones of CN's voice, CN and cameraman's voice and such. You know, I'll just have it on my, like, iPad while I, <laughs> next to my bed, and I'm just, like, watching it, and then I just pass Oh, yeah, I just wait until the next day. I don't even <laughs> pretend that I can do that. Uh, but I guess... That's that's part of the issue, right? Is that I can't really stay up. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are in the same position. You got stuff to do in the morning mm-hmm. in North America, so you can't really watch uh, a normal Japan timed thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since so much of the audience for esports is North America slash Europe, when it comes to Japan, it's you know difficult getting things going. Right. Yeah, I was even talking to uh, Majin Obama, for example, uh, aka 2D Jazz, who's been running the Tenkaichi Budokai series for Guilty Gear, mm-hmm. and he says that they, uh, whenever they broadcast over the weekends, you know, it's on it's on Twitch, and the Twitch stream itself rarely gets over like over like a thousand viewers or something like that. Like it gets like right over a thousand viewers. There's not many people now. I think they do stream it on Nico Nico at the same time, so maybe that's where most people are. Most of the Japanese players are watching it. But um, yeah, like I feel like Guilty Gear is so big in Japan that something that cool with all those players would just be right. like views all over the place. You know? Right. Yeah. We tend to think in at least in North America um, that Japan is like the place mm-hmm. for. Video gaming, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you go there, you get to play all day in the arcades. It's glorious. But uh, there historically has not been the same kind of tournament scene there uh-huh. as in North America. People play it a lot, obviously, right. but the same kind of like lots of people enter a tournament to win money kind of thing was illegal mm-hmm. slash mm-hmm. nobody did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And it, tournaments were like best of one, you know, SBO, for example, best of one, single elimination, Kind of janky rules from our characters, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah. So um, that kind of history is not really there as much as as people might think. Right. Um, and so she talks about how um, she wants to focus on creating sort of the idea, the right. the example of somebody who makes a game esports their career and does it in a way that's like respectable and doesn't take a billion dollars. I, I don't know if you've had a chance to sit down and read Daigo's book yet. No. But Daigo talks about that a lot. I mean, that was a thing. It was like when he first started trying to play games, one of the reasons why he quit was because there just was nothing in the cards. You know, there was no future for this kind of thing because no one in Japan considered this an actual thing. Like, you couldn't make a career out of it 
when Street Fighter 4 hit and he realized it could be something, that's kind of when he jumped back into it. And previous to that, he was just playing Mahjong and entering a bunch of Mahjong tournaments, you know, and he got himself to the point where he was one of the best Mahjong players in Japan. But, um, you know, as soon as he saw that he could do this with video games, he was like, you know, he wanted to be the example to set to other people that you could make this kind of job with the video games. But so far, it sounds like he's still kind of like the only one, you know, judging from what Chocoblanca is yeah. writing about here. Well, I, you know, obviously Chocoblanca and Momochi are trying to make this work. I mean, this is their job, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so they are among the, the few examples of people who are doing gaming as a mm-hmm. career. And that's, I mean, that's what Shinobiism is, the group that, right. the, the school, essentially, that Momochi has created, that Haku is from, for example, the, the Bison player mm-hmm. who was in the Topanga League. Um, you know, they're trying to create the school where there's a bunch of kids who can learn and play video games and understand esports and be competitive in it and actually form, I guess, what, the main thing about it is, is forming a an environment where... Becoming good at video games is seen as a positive thing and mm. having the encouragement and the environment to nurture that kind of thing as opposed to having people being like, why are you wasting your time playing video games? You know? Right, yeah. And, and of course, that's not something that just happens in Japan. That happens mm-hmm. everywhere, I would think. It certainly happens in North America. Um, it's happening less mm-hmm. in North America. And I couldn't sit here and tell you all the reasons why it is that the uh, appetite for viewing esports and video games is bigger here I'm not really sure why that is. That's over- yeah. I would love to have theories on that, um, but for whatever reason, that is the case. So we, but but that's not to say that it has for long been like that. That's right. a recent phenomenon over the last, I don't know, decade at most, <laughs> at most. And the and the crazy thing about it too is that you know Korea is like so accepted. It has been there for a long time. In China, you know, they watch League of Legends rabidly, you know, that they're obsessed with League of Legends in China. Not just I mean, they play Dota. King of Fighters, all that. Xiao Hai is like, he's a celebrity over there. I heard Xiao Hai is just basically like a true celebrity over there. I heard the same. I couldn't tell you the veracity of those claims. Dude, there was like that, (laughs) there was that commercial we saw where they got actors to play Dako and Xiao Hai. Like, they had like a dad, like... Pretend, you know, like an actor playing Xiao Hai's dad, and then, like, at the very end of the commercial, it, like, does a crossfade into actually yeah. Xiao Hai and Dako. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what that commercial was for, Me but neither. it was like. We it, couldn't understand a lick of it, but yeah, I uh, couldn't anyway. So, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, apparently, I was reading a whole spiel about Korea, and apparently, there's a long time established tradition of people making games. More of a career, huh. even before video games. Interesting. So it's not okay. just that it's like a brand new phenomenon. Right, but right. Obviously, right. there were a lot of other things that fed into the you know PC bang phenomenon and all that stuff. So um, they were earlier. It's happening now in North America. It's happening in in Europe. Mm-hmm. I mean, presumably it'll happen in Japan. I don't know though, and and so I like one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is that I liked Choco's. Oh, cool. Someone mindset. actually links the Shaohai commercial. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I really like Choco's mindset, sort of understanding what the issues are and working affirmatively to to change that. I mean, like you mentioned, they have the school that they're doing. Right. They stream. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, they play fantastically. Momochi is uh, is champion. Um, and I, I like, too, I got to tell you, I like that Echo Fox has them. I like that EG had them before. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very, very smart because they are helping to, you know, sort of create that in Japan. And if you are an esports team 
and you can find people who will help build a new market for you. That's what it's about. Is is yeah. find, is building the new market, and even if they're not like the greatest players, obviously Momochi's great, Tokido, etc. Mm-hmm. But even if they're not, if they're making the market happen, then supporting that is good yeah. financial it, financial it's decisions. It's just so. it's crazy to me that Japan is like not all obsessed with it already, because I mean they make video games and everything, but yeah. it might just be like the gambling culture there. Because the thing about it is, I've actually heard, and I think uh, Daigo talked about this in his book, like even like the mahjong stuff. Like a lot of those tournaments and competitions are are very much tied to, like not to be like weirdly stereotypical, but it's very tied to gang stuff like yakuza mm. and everything like that, right? So a lot of those kind of areas that have that kind of money get kind of tied into that kind of like uh, not viewed legitimately. Yeah, because Daigo was talking about how like he was hoping to try to make video games not be seen as like some like CD underground thing, like some other things, you know, like some other similar kind of competitions i don't know like it's weird to me that japan isn't already esports crazy you know Uh, but but i don't know the fact that it is kind of this way right now and i don't know like does choco blanca talk about anything that she feels like can change that idea that culture um she really wants to have this role model of somebody who makes a a professional game in a career like some in like realistic story Mm -hmm. and not somebody who's backed by a billion dollars or spent 30 years doing it or whatever, but like somebody who it's like attainable and you can live doing it. Right. And so um, she wants to use that role model as like the genesis of, of uh, hoping to get people to see that it's something you can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that's happened here in North America too. Um, you know, I, I certainly know many people who, uh, when they won money playing fighting games, you know, they would go back to their friends or family or whatever and mm-hmm. say hey I won money people would think <laughs> okay maybe that's not a stupid waste of your time anymore right yeah yeah, yeah. right uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and even when it was almost nothing like when I would win a tournament in Street Fighter 4 and I go home I'd be like 50 bucks <laughs> I'd be like wow okay that's pretty yeah. cool like, you know so just that's pretty good because I mean when I was like hey, I won first place in this tournament they're like how much did you make and I was like like a hundred bucks they're like Psh. That was basically my parents' oh, well, response. Okay. Yeah. You know, can't win them all. Uh, <laughs> I was never appreciated for the talents that I had. 50 bucks, dude. I was a millionaire. I know, right? I remember Justin talking about like winning ECC and like he got like 300 bucks and he was like, I felt like the richest person dude, in the planet. 300 dude. bucks? Yeah, I know. You could buy like a whole game console back then. That That's is- like... That was probably 500 top runs. Right. At the time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Maybe even still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so it's, that, that's, that's been obviously an important trend here, too. That as, mm-hmm. as people hear about or, or find out about folks who win money doing it, um, views of it change. And, and that's yeah. obviously a big part of why events like Capcom Cup wanted to say right. Knuckle D1 you know, quarter of a million dollars or whatever. That's that's valuable because it helps create the perception that this is a career. Yeah, like two stories that kind of go with that. Like, so, you know, one of those things as an Asian person, like you're really good at drawing when you're growing up and then your parents are like, don't major in art, that's not going to help anything, right? I had a friend, a Chinese dude, 
who just defied his parents, majored in art, got great jobs, started making a lot of money, and then all of a sudden, all of their Chinese friends are like, why didn't you major in art? Like, so oh, I make no. money, you know, it's like money talks and that kind of thing. And then another example is like, I'll be talking to my to people that I know, like doctors or whatever, and they're like, oh, what do you do? And all these kind of things like that. And when you're like, oh, these game tournaments or whatever, like, they're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, there's these big tournaments with all these people, like, how much can you win? I'm like, well, this year at Evo, Street Fighter Five was like a hundred and some thousand dollars, and all of a sudden they're like, whoa, yeah. you yeah. know, I've, I've it, had the same experience. It, it means a lot. Like the money makes a difference. So yeah, for sure, it really for does. Sure. Um, but you know, not just the money. It's it's the money being used to prove that it can be a career because you're not just trying to win the hearts and minds of you know Joe eighty year old. You're trying to win. Right. You're trying to get people to do it right to like play video games. Competitively, as a career, so, so having that role model is important. I think she's totally right. Yeah, some people are saying, "Well, Kevin Seven X says is like a lot of it is because that uh, China and America and stuff like that. that it's a lot of the esports stuff is PC based, like Korea. Oh, for sure. Because I mean, the reason why StarCraft got so popular in Korea, I don't think a lot of people also know this little bit of history. But for the longest of time, Japanese video games were banned in Korea. You couldn't play them. That you could not play Japanese video games. You couldn't import Japanese things into Korea, right? So that is why there is a special DDR with Korean music in there because it was made specifically for them. That's why there's a Guilty Gear XX version out there with a different soundtrack. Is that the reason? Yeah, because it wasn't official. Like, and, and so, but they had access that. to all the PC games. So they just played StarCraft instead of all the the, the Sony's and the and, and the Segas and stuff like that. That's obviously not the case anymore. Well, like that's changed a while ago. Yeah. But like, that's why they're obsessed with PC games in Korea. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's more to why they're obsessed with PC games having to do with internet cafes and people being out of work. There's a right, little story. Exactly. But I, that's an interesting piece of the puzzle for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever the additional reasons are. Like, it's fun It's fun to sort of speculate as to what the reasons for this kind of thing are. It's hard to, like, nail, nail things down. Why is the FTC different than other esports games? Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of reasons. Right. But it's, like, hard to nail it down. Uh, <laughs> but it's fun to talk about why they are uh, different. Importantly, though, I mean, I just, I just wanted to say that I think Choco's totally right, that she needs to create that role model... Mm -hmm for somebody to follow to say okay you know i like video games these are pretty sick i'm and i'm pretty good at them so let, yeah. if this can be a career because x or y dudes doing them yeah right uh, i, mean, I can do this those too. two people are doing it right now choco and momochi are literally doing it there right now and they're expanding it that's why they had that one event remember and they talked about all the things that's why they're setting up that korea versus japan tournament that's why they're like I remember they talked about a whole bunch of different projects that they're working on. So, and now Choco's writing these articles like that, and I think it's really cool. Thumbs up. And I, I think Daigo is also a great role model for them to talk sure. about and everything. So you know, and Tokido now as well. You know, on Echo Fox. So they've definitely got a lot of places to go. And mm -hmm. now you have this kid Haku who's just like tearing it up with Bison. You know. John Takeuchi. Oh, John Takeuchi. Dude, if Sejam's here, if he was here All right he'd now, be talking he'd about. be like, man, just slap that Red Bull logo yep. on him and have him sell money, you yep. know? Have that be all he's wearing? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what he would say. Dude, and... and, and that is what he got said. Dude, fact, at Can Winter Clash, did you see those little... I don't think the, the little clips of John Takauchi, like, every time the camera was on him in between matches, yeah. he'd be drinking the Red Bull, like, one time he drank it and, like, looked at the camera and, like, smiled. Then he, like, grabbed it again and it was empty. So he was like, put it down, grabbed another can and opened it up. He yeah. is a get. I will say yeah, that. I definitely uh, agree with Seijin that he is a get dude, in terms of esports He is, like, the teams. most adorable... Like, he, just put him on posters, and he'll be on, like, the Japanese, like, all these girls' walls, dude, in Japan. Seriously. He'll be on Seijam's wall. For sure. Ceiling. Probably the ceiling. ceiling. The ceiling, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sell those pillows. <laughs> John Takuchi pillow. Mm-hmm. The pillow would probably be about as tall as John yeah, Takuchi he's not a big is. <laughs> But that's what makes him like. That's part of that mark of really. He's just adorable. Like he's just, he looks like he looks like you could pick him up and bring him home with you. You know what I mean? Like seriously, he does. Oh man. Anyway. <laughs> and and you know Echo Fox. I think like I said, I think they're doing a good thing. And EG was before. Right. And in supporting people who have this goal of helping to create mm-hmm. a bigger scene for video games and pro video gamers in their area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's kidnapping. He's 16? Is he 16 still? No, I think I he's think a little so. older than that. Yeah, now. I think he's a little older yeah, than that. Yeah, now. I think he's a little older than that. So I thought he was 18. <laughs> not. It, I'm just saying it looks like you could take him home with you. I'm not saying that you're supposed to. Well, you actually could. could I mean, go in terms it. of what the word could means. Right. I mean, you, you could. could. I mean, but what happens is. You could take home. anybody home. It's. But they, but they end up, what they end up doing Should is slapping you? handcuffs on you and I spent a day, I mean, you, you could, you could spend a few days in jail. Jeez. Let's, next topic. Tricky topic. <laughs> Gotta dance. Mm, um, what were we talking about again? Shoot. Um, what? I'm not a dirty, oh, right. I'm not very close to the age 18 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That, uh, I, I was even telling you earlier today, uh-huh. I am officially in my mid-30s, because, which is cool to me. Because, mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. you know, your mid-30s are like 33.33 plus a minutia to 36.67, right? <laughs> and like, yes. I'm technically in there now, so yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I'll definitely be the, the like creepy old guy at the, uh, frat, at the frat party now. <laughs> Those happen every now and then. There'd be like some old frat dude who would like he was in the frat ten years ago and he came and comes back to like relive his glory day for a night and was always like, "What are you doing, man?" I just, what was it? I remember like yeah, working. We, we went to like one of those like dance things, you know, like where you try to learn to dance or whatever, like with some of our friends. And this was when we were like in our mid twenties or whatever, like that. But we would start dancing and like you know, there's a lot of old people dancing there, and then there's those those old guys who like always go to like your friends who are like the girls that are like oh there's always the creepy old dude at a bar yeah, sure. yeah uh-huh. I definitely <laughs> play, play goalkeeper for you know female friends oh of really mine, really for sure. oh okay for okay. sure nice nice but yeah block them off the past that definitely that physically happened for sure wow okay I mean not, like not that there's anything to like really worry about just you know you box them out uh look I have a hair appointment at 10 in the morning don't worry about it okay I just want to say that part of the reason that I realized that I was officially in my, my mid-30s is that I read that if you make it to your mid-30s, 
uh-huh. and you haven't lost hair yet, you're probably good. You're probably going to be good. Really? And I thought to myself, all right. Dang, I, I, passed that, I passed that a long time ago then. Okay. There was actually a period of time when I was worried about that. I briefly did lose a little bit of, like, foreline receded, or hairline receded, like, just a little bit. And I thought it was going to be a problem. But uh, it turns out not to be, especially in the back. Look at this guy. That's yeah. Got to take a couple pounds off of that guy. Uh, anyway. That's why I wear this headset. People always ask why I wear this during the stream. It's just so that I do not reveal my hair and how beautiful it is to everybody. Because then everybody would just like swoon and not pay attention to the words. They'd just stare at my hair all day. Hmm? So, it's a true story. It's a true story. Absolutely true story. Do the mullet. I did do the mullet once, as you know, mm-hmm. internet. I think this is the second week in a row we've talked about hair. I had an appointment <laughs> last week, and I had to push it back twice due to unforeseen reasons, work and personal. So, unfortunately, it didn't work out. I mean, look, the only reason why I would agree with you, Misery, is because I am also twice the age of Sage Ham, and I, my hair is still pretty good, so... Yeah, you're good at this point. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's pretty unlikely that you're going to... I mean, look, my brother... When he was in his mid-30s, you're right, he started losing the hair. Yeah, that's why I've read. So, there you go. There and my grandpa go. had a full head of brown hair. And <laughs> I like some so. people in the chat, like, can you please talk about Colleen now? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, video games. Uh, and just, just do it right now, just screw the cuts, we'll just... Do what, I mean, do you want to... Is there anything else you want to say about Choco Blanca's article? There was only part one, and there's going to be... Oh, really? Oh, okay, coming, cool. So. Look Sweet. for that. Okay. Good work. Let's okay. move on. Okay, okay. Let's so, talk about Colin, who people are pronouncing as Colleen. Yeah, because that's how she's, it's pronounced in-game. As yeah, well, that's so. right, but everybody says Karen anyway. Yeah, I know. I, I, Karen is the weird one, because I've been calling her Karen my whole life. Yeah. Like, I try calling Micah. her... I try calling her uh, Karin, but I keep missing it. But it's not Micah, it's Mika. It's definitely Mika, right. but some people say Micah. Have some people actually said Micah? Yeah. Like the gold, like like gold Micah? Like, yeah. Really? Or like the Jewish male. Yeah, people have I said that. I've ever heard people say Micah before. Cause I've heard it only a couple so times that I have heard it. Or like Elverling insists on saying Dormammu. It's, it's not Dormammu, Fred, but Dormammu. I hope that you never stop saying that because it's very endearing to me. But yeah, he's been saying Dormammu for the whole time. This always time. makes me laugh because like, you know, people are typing colon in the chat. And it always makes me think of those series of tweets. Have you seen those series of tweets where like, like girls will tweet out like, I always love love it when I smell his colon. Yeah, I have seen that. Because <laughs> they don't That's know how classic. to spell cologne. Yeah. So everyone's like, I love having the smell of his colon on me. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. Uh, anyway, oh don't move. Um, so let's talk about Colleen. Yes. I haven't had a chance to play her. In uh-huh. fact, I've barely seen any footage at all after the right. you know initial mm-hmm. like streams that they had for her. Right. But you had a chance to mess with her a little well, bit. Well, here's the question. Do you, if we take a quick break, I may be able to jerry-rig this that we could mess with her right now on stream. Let's do it, man. Okay, cool. Um, do you want to maybe, like, run through the rest of the show and then, like, we'll just do Colleen for, Oh, like, do you want to just do that? Um, what are we, like, are there any important events to talk about? Oh, I mean... Punk One a- King of New York. Yep. Punk One King of New York. He blew everybody up. Yep. He beat everybody. Can Winter Clash was this... No, Can Winter Clash was this weekend, right? John Takeuchi won. Congrats to him. Yes. Other um, people placed in the top eight. 
Lots of stuff coming up this weekend. Sun Cal standoff is coming this weekend. Yes. Also, recently announced, famous esports commentator Ultra David is going to be commentating at the KI Cup. Oh, really? Was that announced officially? It was. Nice. Okay. Which is going to be taking place on the same weekend as Final Round. That's right. Also announced, famous esports commentator Ultra David is going to be commentating at Final Round. Ooh. True stories, friend. Ooh. Some shenanigans going on. Shenanigans. So in other words, David... Uh, you're going to be at one and say jams at the other. The Ultra David, yes, he will be. Okay. But so will I. Mm, okay. But um, also, uh, this weekend is going to be the uh, grand finals event of the Tenkaichi Budokai, which is oh, the, the Guilty Gear stuff that's yeah. been going on. So uh, follow at 2D Jazz on Twitter. To get all the information on that, they just put out a playlist of all the matches up to this point, and uh, I'm just going to sit down and basically binge on that for just a little bit, but uh, you definitely want to watch that. That's going to be really, really super exciting. Um, <clears throat> um, Esports commentator Keats will also be part of it, he knows. Of course, of course. No surprise. Uh, I know I was there last year. Uh, I am yeah. not going to be there this year. Okay. I'm not going to be at KI World Cup. I will only be at Final Round this weekend. I so. am stoked for it, personally. I'm really excited to be there. Um, let's see if there's anything else in person. listed here. And also in person at Final Round. Uh, you looking up what's coming up? Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's any more. Um, uh, let's see. There's going to be a Canada East Championships in Ontario this weekend as well. Ontario, Canada. Uh-huh. Ontario, Canada. In Toronto. In Toronto. And uh, there's going to be Street Fighter Five, Super Turbo, KOF 14, Revelator, Marvel 3, BBCF, MKXL. Uh, it'll be streamed on Toronto Top Tiers and Toronto Top Tiers 2. Uh, also... Uh, about that Tenkaiji Budokai, I forgot to mention that Tenkaiji Budokai will be streamed on twitch.tv slash Jonio-san. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dual audio. All Even in the YouTube videos, it's dual audio. So yeah. if you have the ability to move the balance to this side or move the balance to this side, left is Japanese, right is English commentary done by 2D Jazz himself. Mm-hmm. So that should be I super like exciting. Uh, more players were announced for the Red Bull Kumite. XYZZY was announced for the Red Bull Kumite. And, um... Go, no, go on. Continue. Uh, 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 what are the other two? The other two were, um, uh, 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 there were both Europe players that were announced over there. Oh, yeah, Rebel Kumite. Uh, uh, Infectious and, uh, Mr. Crimson? I thought they were already announced. Oh, were they already? Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so with eight competitors already announced, so far Tokido, Bonchan, Mr. Crimson, Shaohai, Infectious, RB, PROG, and Nemo were already announced. But uh, the new three players that are added are Phenom, or Phenom, or actually it was Phenom. Phenom. Sorry, Phenom when we talked to him. So of course Phenom, uh, XYZZY, and uh, Luffy has been announced. Uh, Red Bull Luffy. Uh, yeah, Red Bull's Luffy. Obviously so that was going to happen. Go. But yeah, XYZZY is very, very cool. Yeah, I think that's super awesome. Very interesting and strong choice for sure. So, mm-hmm. Ken Winter Clash, Street Fighter Five won by John Takeuchi. Seventh places were Pax Karen and Leo Laura. Fifth places were GS TKR Chun and MD Crimson, Mr. Crimson Dalsam. 
Fourth was Takamura. Ken, this Ken's been looking pretty sick over there. Nice. Third was AWS Link Exolo with Nikali. Second place, RB Luffy. Mika. Winner again, John mm-hmm. Takeuchi. See, Takeuchi did some crazy FAB stuff. FAB won yeah. Guilty Gear. And then uh, also this weekend was the, uh, Red Bull. I'm sorry, Topanga. Yeah. Topanga in for, uh, results. Uh, results. Let's see if I can get the most recent results three days ago. Yep. So, uh, just happened this weekend. Uh, let's see here. Uh, which stage are we in? So, day eight. So, day eight, it looks like Mago beat Kazunoko seven to two, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because, you know, I, I feel like Kami and Karen are very similar characters, and I feel like that they fight each other, uh, you know, pretty co- competitively because, you know, they both have this ground game, but. Cammy has a better air game, and Karen has no anti-air game, but Karen has a slightly better ground game. But when talking to Punk, he was like, I think Karen beats up Cammy, right? He thinks, he, he thinks that uh, Karen wins that matchup. And here we see Mago winning 7-2 to two over uh, Kazunoko. Yeah. So For that's sure. pretty domination, dominating fashion there. For sure. Uh, and then uh, I did see a lot of this one. I saw Itabashi Zangief going up against to- Tokido. And, like, at first, I remember you kept saying, like, you know, you thought Zangief beat Akuma. And I was like, I can I, I, I can kind of picture that. And then I watched the match, and I was just like, what the hell can Akuma do in this match? What, is, what buttons does he press? Yeah, like, Tokido was doing ridiculous, amazing things. He was playing super solid. And then he got EXSPD'd, and then, like, everything exploded. Like Even worse than that is that I just don't know what you do in neutral as Akuma other than wait. He has good walk speed, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you can walk back and forth. But what's the threat? And, and <laughs> yeah, uh huh, uh huh. I mean, it, uh, Itazan really called that bluff. You know, he was he just wasn't worried that often about the neutral game. Um, and some of Akuma's important tools, Geef can blow up. You know, in terms of how he enters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in terms of you can definitely V skill react against Ford Fierce. As pressure, like you can definitely Dude, even when cause he just, problems for that character. When so. he had a lead, all he did was just like start crouch jabbing a lot, yeah, and it I, was like really scary for I Akuma. Just, to I don't do know what anything. Akuma does. I mean, I played that matchup from both sides, and yeah. I still feel it's tough. Uh, Karen beat. Well, he, oh, so the score was Itabashi seven to uh, uh, Tokido three. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a big one. Uh, Bonchan Nash fought against Mago's Karen as well. And uh, Mago, so he won two. Uh, he went 7-4 against Bonchan. I did watch a little bit of that one mm-hmm. as well. And then uh, Gachikun, Rashid, uh, went up against Kazunoko. I guess there's a rule that you have to win by two. Yeah. And uh, it ended up being Gachikun, Rashid over Kazunoko, Kami, 9-7. to seven. So that was the final day of the weekend. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. earlier, Gachikun basically... Was removed oh, yeah. from contention, more or less, oh, based on how he went right. against some other characters. Um, so this was kind of like a moral victory. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he had to make a huge comeback. Kazunoko was up. Oh, was you're right. Four, four to one. one. It was yeah. a big, big. Oh, you're right. Game, I read so. the last day. Let me go. So that was day eight. Let yeah. me go back to day six earlier. Yeah. So uh, Nemo beat Sako eight to six. Yurian versus Akuma. Uh, Gachikun did lose to Mago's Karen seven to two. Uh, Galtu with M. Bison beat Ata 7-2. Mm. And I remember seeing another Ata match where it just looked like... Yeah, it was against Sako. That's what it was. So, But uh, uh, Kazunoko did beat Bonchan 7-4. And then I did see Sako versus Ata uh, 7-3 Ata. And Ata was just 
Sako could not figure out Eita. He was just EX uppercutting all over the place, yeah. and Sako just got hit by all these things. And then when he finally was like, oh, I'm going to bait this out, nothing from Eita. Yeah. And it was he like, has great mix-ups for yeah. sure. Yeah. And then uh, Bonchan beat Gachikun 7-2. Yeah. And then on day 7, Nemo beat Galtu, Yurian versus M. Bison 7-1. Now, this one was interesting because you always felt Bison did well against I, Yurian. I did. I used to. Having seen that now... Uh-huh. I just that the it's the movement that Nemo has. Right. But that's unique to Nemo. You watch other Uranians play and they're grounded, they walk back and forth, whatever. Uh -huh. But Nemo is a wild man. He's back and forth, he's doing everything. <laughs> and if, if when Bison plays against characters like that that are all over the place, that's tougher for him for right. sure. Because mm -hmm. then he's just reduced to doing things like EX Devil's Reverse that's like annoying, but it's like you get two hits and right. you spent the bar for it, it is like okay. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It, it didn't seem as good as I thought. Wow. Day day two of this past weekend was full of dominations, huh? Tokido mm -hmm. Akuma versus Goichi Chun-Li. Seven to zero. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 hard to take. There were He started a guile. Oh, he did start with guile. That okay. got mopped. Oh, yeah? It oh, was, no. I think to quote Sien, not impressive. Mm. <laughs> uh, who was commentating. <laughs> but I'm not impressed with this guile, whatever he, how he rephrased it. And then you switch to Chun, and it was basically the same story. Chuns are not doing well. They're not. This, and this is something that Lud talked about Indeed. a lot. He was just like, man, Chun Li is just not good. Yeah, season. it was interesting to hear when we were um, hanging out earlier. Uh, Nemo did beat 8-7-5, uh, to five, so that was pretty close. Um, Including, did you see the sick anti-air mirror? God, from full screen, you the, mean? The mirror that effectively... I already thought Yurian was good, but when I saw that he can anti-air not just here... And not just there, and not just with the round owls at the top of his head, but way out there with the mirror. I was like, Full oh screen jump, the safe jump over the fireball that no one can ever beat you up yeah. really for doing. And then all of a sudden he lost like 40% of his life. Off of he actually mirror. died. Yeah. Uh -huh. But then I saw that in a different situation in training mode, and it does a grip of damage. Like the full that's thing. Because really really that wasn't the whole thing. It was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that's right. Uh, he gets three uh, EX balls or three balls. Right? Yeah. Uh, so um, that was that was cool. Then Sako blew up Galtu Bison. 7-2. to 7-2. And then Inabashi versus Goichi was super close. 8-6. to six. Yeah, that matchup is definitely better. For Zangief. Yeah, for Zangief. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Um, now, the last day... Praise be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mochi couldn't make it. Why did you see Mochi could not go for whatever reason? I don't know what the issue was. but Unfortunate that he couldn't go because I like to see him. I'm a big Dawson fan. Of course. Fortunate. But... Because he would have played against Itazan Zangief. And that would have been probably a blow up in mm -hmm. favor of Mochi. So Itazan ends up doing really well. If you look at the final standings here of making it into... The final stage. Uh, yes, he was. Uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's okay. it. You see, at the bottom of that section there, YHC Mochi does not have a fourth. Oh, yeah, you're right. Name, yeah. Because he okay, couldn't okay. go. So Itazan ends up 2 0. Okay. To take his group. Yeah, so Tokido was 1 1, and then Goichi was 0 and 2. Oh, Mochi had the like actual influenza? If so, that's no, oh, that's no that good. Sucks, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that because that is a legit thing. Yeah, and then in Group Y, uh, Mago ended up winning that 3-0. Everyone else, Bonchan, Kazunoko, and Gachikun, all tied 1-2. to two. Yo, He had plus 13 game differential? Nobody else even had zero? 
No, Everybody else was negative. negative. He blew him up that badly. Yeah. Yikes. And then uh, in Group Z, uh, Nemo took that with a 3-0 as well. And same situation. He was plus 10. And then Sako, Eita, Galtu, all 1 and 2 were all negative as well. So go up to the final spots there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be MJS Haitani, uh, Echo Fox Momochi, GRPT Fudo, AW Alienware Nemo, DNG Itabashi, and Mago. It's a good list. That is a good list. That's going to be exciting to see. That's going to be exciting to watch. I'm, 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 I'm hyped for that. For I'm sure. I'm hyped for that. So. All right, cool. Well, look for that moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, you want to do a break and then we'll do Colleen? Uh, let me think. Anything else to talk about? Uh, Congrats to Filipino Cham for being a member of Splice, GG. Oh, did it get announced? It did. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I don't... I just assumed he was going somewhere else because he left Panda Global. Yeah, for sure. Right? And so I was just like, oh, something must be going on. And so I, I'm, I'm not surprised that, hey, look, yeah. he's on a new team now. Yeah, congrats so. to him. Okay. Uh, also, uh, we talked about this during the break, but congrats to Infiltration. Apparently, he's either getting married or got married or something. It's like some tabloid stuff. Yeah, congrats to him. Um, I don't want to bring that up too much. What about, very interesting news, the... Three people moving on from each pool at Combo Breaker. Yes, yes. I so apparently that's something that has been they've been doing a lot at Smash tournaments. Okay. This is a format that Smash has run and uh, has done for a while. So apparently, because uh, I credited them, I was like, "This is genius." And then uh, Curly W and Rick both were like, "Well, we we took this from Smash, but it is a great idea." So here's the rule: basically, it's the winner of the winners goes out just like before but the loser of the of the winners finals match and the winner of the losers bracket before the losers finals match both of those lo- you gotta you gotta rewind for me james i'm sorry so um okay so normally you have the winners finals where two people play correct whoever wins that qualifies the loser of that goes and plays the losers of the losers bracket side and they fight, and whoever wins that... The winner of the loser's bracket. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So some, uh, uh-huh. one person qualifies having one in winners, one person qualifies having one in loser's bracket. What the change now is that the two people who are in the loser's bracket who are supposed to play that loser's, that last match in the loser's bracket, both qualify into the semis, and they get rearranged and paired up with different people. Okay. For the reason that when you play in pools, if there's three great people in pools... Almost every single time that loser's finals match is a run back. Right. Because one, those two, th- two of those people probably fought each other, you know, and then there's a good chance that they end up fighting each other again. There's sure. four good people. The loser's finals match has a high percentage chance of being a run back. Sure. And so a lot of people end up getting double jeopardy. Right. So instead, what they're doing is they're moving that part out of the pools, moving it to somewhere in the semis, and starting from there, and they can re-pair up all those loser's bracket players so that they end up uh, not getting double jeopardy. That sounds great to me. So essentially, winner still qualifies from winner's mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm. Then loser's finals is not played in the pool. Instead, both of those players are just moved elsewhere mm-hmm. yep. in the second round. Yep. It's a good idea. It's a great idea. Very, very great idea. But I like yeah, it a lot. Like I said, I talked to, uh, I congratulated the Hado and Curly W for coming up with a genius idea. They said it was based off of Smash. Cool. Basically. So there you go. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Logan. Um, okay. Yeah, right. Looks like it's going to be pretty good. It does. Yeah. 
Uh, let me see if there's anything else that I want to talk about. So there. Uh, so uh, right when Filipino Champ left Panda Global, uh, Last Stock Legends did a video for Panda Global, kind of like a thank you F Champ video. I heard it's really good. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but Last Stock Legends guys always make great content, so definitely check that out. Definitely. Um, let's see if there's anything else here. Oh, that's right. Dead or Alive is getting some costumes where characters can dress up like Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear characters. What? Yeah, so there's a Dizzy and Elfelt, a Noel. Yeah, it's interesting. And a Tarumi, I think it is. Yeah. 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 So interesting. So they have Virtue Fighter character and mm-hmm. Gear and Blaze Blue. Actually, yeah, I, I I want to talk to you about this from a legal standpoint. What yeah. do you think about that new thing that Twitch announced that they're going to be letting streamers sell games? I hadn't heard about this. So basically, streamers can be streaming games and be like, "Hey, if you like this game, here's a link to buy this game," and then they get parts okay. of the money for that. Really? Yeah. It's just laying out there in the open. Yeah, and what a lot of people are saying that kind of makes a problem is that it creates kind of this, like, now are streamers going to talk about games realistically? Right. Uh, of course, that's right. immediately what the concern yeah, is. Yeah, right uh-huh. like, would you be, like, playing this game and be like, man, this game is shitty. Hey, this game is awesome. You guys should totally buy this. Here's the link. You know what I mean? So, yeah, what's the intention to say the game is bad? Right, exactly. So I don't know. Do you think that this is a good idea, or do you think this only is... play good games? Um, I, well, so someone in the chat says it's seventy percent game company, twenty five percent Twitch, five percent streamer. So the streamer gets kind of screwed in this kind of whole thing too. But uh, I mean, it makes total sense from Twitch's perspective. Well, they're mm-hmm. always obviously mm-hmm. looking for revenue streams, and this definitely seems like it could be one. And on the game uh, publisher side, I guess I get it also because they want to create sales yeah, like more. Uh, and it's also uh, helpful for them to know which streamers, which Twitch entertainers are like really driving sales. Right. And this is like an explicit way to uh, be like, yeah, true. Dude X is like bringing all the folks. Dude, I'm telling you right now though, if that happens, I'm going to be peddling some Guilty Gear Revelator. I will tell you that right now. Because I know I've already gotten a bunch of people to buy that game, but, you know, I'm just going to be like, dude, like, here's the link. Here's the link. Um, it is definitely true, Super D says, that streaming has always been a hustle, for sure, but this is, uh, that's pretty explicit, you know? I don't know, it's... Streaming as a hustle was always like, please, does my content entertain you? Right. Donate. Right. But now it's going to be like, hey, this game is super fun. You should all buy it. You know what I mean? Like... Now they could actually sell you something that's not fun. Like, you're not donating yeah. to the streamer unless you actually enjoyed him. And he can't fake it, because if he's faking being fun, then he's genuinely being fun. Yeah, it doesn't matter if he's faking or not. <laughs> that is not relevant, right? right? Yeah. He could can... be having a terrible time, and if other people are entertained, then he's doing his job. Yeah, so. exactly, right? So uh, there you go. But it's what I would like to see that definitely won't and can't happen, I guess is what if there was a fund that you could draw from where a streamer would play a game and be like, guys, this game is a pile of garbage. Do not buy it. And then you would click on his stream. Okay, I didn't buy it because of you. And then you, like, give him five bucks, the streamer. (laughs) Thanks for saving me money, buddy. (laughs) 
Genius. Definitely is not happening, Genius. obviously, but Genius. that would be actually pretty sick. Genius. I'm, I'm Thanks for saving me cash. You know, that actually... Yeah. That's There's genius. no incentive for that to happen, yeah, of course. Yeah, but that's genius. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I guess initial reaction is that I don't love that idea. Uh-huh. Uh, because I would be worried about people getting right. getting bamboozled. Uh, also announced recently, I'm super excited about this because everyone should buy Guilty Gear Revelator once I put the link up on my Twitch page. Uh, no, uh, in all seriousness, no. Uh, Guilty Gear Exert Revelator 2 was announced to come out for consoles in Japan on May 25th. I'm super stoked for that. I will probably buy the Japanese version if the de- if the release dates are far apart. But, like, I definitely want to do that. I definitely, definitely am super excited for that game. I know Johnny's getting nerfed. Whatever. I don't care. I'm, I'm just super excited about it. So, briefly, I hadn't heard about this. I don't know if you had. Problem X and CCL were picked up by Mouse Sports. I did hear. I, I saw... That's awesome. Somebody... T- I forgot which one of them it was, but I saw one of them tweet about it. I saw okay. one of their tweets retweeted onto my channel. Shout-outs to them. That's a yeah. good sponsor. It's uh-huh. a good old uh-huh. esports team over there in the EU. On top of that, Majin Obama says... Oh, Majin Obama's here. To add to the esports bit in Japan... There was an event this past weekend that took place in Japan called JESPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guilty Gear at, right. Second year they organized an event like this. Production stage organization was all super clean. The titles they ran were Overwatch, CSGO, FIFA, Guilty Gear, and DOA. Nice. It was a pretty cool event, and it's a big deal because they awarded cash prizes, which is rare in mm-hmm. Japan. So, yeah, things are changing. Yeah, I know that footage he is says. currently on uh, M. De Silva's page, who does a lot of Guilty Gear stuff, and I may be doing a DHC of that very soon. So, look forward to that. I'm always, I'm super excited for that. Mouse. <laughs> what happened? Nothing. Uh, very, very cool. Thanks for the words. <laughs> okay. Is that cool? Is that it? Uh, let's see. Uh, next There's going to be an Injustice character reveal Thursday. March 2nd. Um, yeah. They basically leaked Green Arrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that might be the dude. Uh-huh. We'll see. Uh, also, I-, I saw that they mentioned that the Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, you know, they promised a expansive story mode in that game. Someone said that it's going to have nothing to do with the MCU, that it's just going to be its own standalone story. That makes sense, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be kind of sick though if it if it did if they like officially tied in like Ryu to like right. their larger universe, you know. Uh, uh, they did announce that first attack is returning on September second through third. I really hope we can make it back there again because I just want to go and eat more uh, Puerto Rican food. That was awesome. Naptown Clutch happened. I'm sorry I forgot to talk about that. Uh, yeah, Marvel yeah, yeah, 3 was course, won by Ray Ray. Seventh, Over Chris G, right? Indeed. Chris G got second place. Seventh places were TTCP I'm Aries Baby with Taskmaster Sentinel Doom. Remy Martin also Magneto Doom Virgil. Hi, I'm Nasty went there. Captain America Iron Man Scroll was fifth place. NB Static Alpha also fifth. Viper Doom Strider. Fourth was Dual Kevin, MB Dual Kevin, Deadpool, Dante, Hawkeye. Third was Cane Blue River with Hulk, Sentinel, and Hagar. And yeah, Chris G second, Ray Ray first. Mm-hmm. Ray Ray is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Dude, he's get- Some of the things he did were like Marvel 2 Magneto. You and know, he did it with Doom and Sentinel. The craziest, like- thing, the craziest thing right now is that 
Evo Marvel is just turning out to be the most interesting storyline because everyone's like, repeat champ, repeat champ. But right now, it's like Ray Ray and Ryan LV. That would actually be super sick. And Ray Ray is, he's like a lot of the other players who eventually won, got second place a bunch of times. Mm. I don't know why, at least once. He got second place once. So he was right there. He could taste it. Yeah. And so uh, I know Justin, Chris G, Filipino champ, before he won, I think they were all like really high up there in previous uh, tournaments. And then KBR got second place afterwards. Yeah, right? uh, he got first and then second. Dang. So. What a world. What a yeah. world. Uh, Street Fighter V, seventh place, MB Duel Coven, Rashid, also Diablo Bison with Bison. Fifth was Romance mm-hmm. with Kareem. Which Fifth is place, awesome. also Banana Jane Nabuki. Fourth place, T.S. Arturo Sanchez, Dalsum. Third, Dark Child Balrog. Second place, Wolf Crone Laura. Winner, E.G. N.Y. Chris G. That's pretty good. Skyle and Urian. Romance won. KOF 14. Yeah, I want to mention that about Romance. He would not have been there if it were not for Justin Wong. He was another uh, Justin Wong. You know, remember how he flew Shine out to a Mm -hmm. bunch of events? Uh, This time he said, you know what? Romance, you're an awesome player. I'm flying you out to Napcon Clutch, Naptown Clutch, so you can win KOF. And that's exactly what he did. Mission and he got fifth place at Street Fighter Five. He's good. He's a good player. Yeah, shout outs to Romance. I've played him online a couple of times. Uh-huh. First time, totally dicked around because I was like, nah, uh-huh. to be honest. Uh-huh. And I got busted. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. The second time we played it legit, it was, it was a really good match. But yeah, first time I was like, nah. Because he was really good. I still remember playing him in CEO at CEO, not in tournament, but like casually in a, in, a, in a hotel room. He was trying to learn Street Fighter. He was playing Sakura, and let me tell you, he was not good. And so to see, I mean, obviously he's an, a fantastic gamer yeah. in general. So it doesn't surprise me that he's super good now. But it just makes me excited and happy because before he was asking questions like, it was like I can't like why does this work in Street Fighter? as opposed to how it works in KOA. Yeah. Like, he was asking sure. those kind of questions. Why would you do this in 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 the Street Fighter? This doesn't make any sense. Sure. But, like, it, he, the fact that he was able to wrap his head around it and now he's a super strong player in Street Fighter V makes me super excited. Totally, man. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do this Colleen right. thing okay. now. Let's All right, let's break. take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Colleen in Street Fighter V. Despite the fact that it was highlighted this whole time and we haven't been talking about her. Oops. Sorry. Okay, be right back, guys.